Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. Well, hello, Flippin' Awesome Athletes. I hope you guys are all doing amazing today. I am loving life. Let me tell you something today. I just spent a lot of times, a lot of weekends, I guess, this summer with different camps, um, many varieties of camps, right? With campers, with athletes, and it's been really fun. But I want you to think about some things that, well, things that I noticed that I think might be interesting to you, okay? So I used a, a little tool with a lot of athletes to help them understand what circumstances versus thoughts are. And we talk about that a lot on our online group, um, on the virtual weekly group. And I just want to make sure we briefly understand what that means. A circumstance is something that is factual, something that everybody agrees on, something that we wouldn't argue about, right? Something that's outside of our control. Everything else is a thought. It's a story we tell about those circumstances. So for instance, a circumstance might be for a gymnast, it might be the beam or a skill on the beam. Those are facts. Those are things that we can agree on a beam. We can agree that this skill is named whatever the skill is, that there's a series on the beam and things like that, right? Our thoughts about it are going to change what we do, how we feel, how we show up, what our results are. So with that information, with that quick review, I want to tell you about a couple of things that happened this, this uh, past week. There was one girl, one gymnast, who was talking about how vault used to be her strongest event, but now it's her weakest event. So I asked her what changed, and she said, well, she hit her head on a Yurchenko once. And I asked her, did you, did you get hurt? And she said, no, it, it just scared me. After talking through the facts of the events, she realized that her strongest event, it didn't immediately become her weakest event after the incident. So what happened? She felt something different because she had a different thought about those Yurchinkos. She felt unsafe. She had this negative thought that something in the future might happen again. This thought and the feeling of feeling unsafe led to having a completely different vault. And when you have different vaults, when you're not blocking, when you're not running as fast, when you're holding back, when you're hesitating, you don't get the power that you used to get. You don't generate the power that you could generate. So when you have thoughts like, watch out, something might happen, we might get hurt again, it causes a physical response. And that weakens you and depletes you of energy. So if she says, it's just my weak event now, even my coaches will agree with me that it's just, it's true, and she tries to make it a fact, does that make it a fact? No, you don't all of a sudden just lose all the muscle and all the skill because you had an incident. And so all of a sudden it goes from the strongest event to the weakest event. So let me tell you another scenario. So I was working with other athletes and one of them, she told me her weakest event. She wanted to convince me that every gymnast believes that beam is scary, that every gymnast thinks that it's scary and if they don't, they're just lying. And I thought that was super fascinating. She believes that if you say you like beam, then you're just lying. Nobody likes beam, or at least nobody likes it at first. And her belief about beam, it doesn't give her the energy to go jump on the beam and work hard. So the fact that she's not working hard, she's not focused, she doesn't have a desire to show up for herself on the beam, it continues to perpetuate the idea that beam is scary for her. Now listen to this question. What if there was no such thing as a weak event or mental blocks or slow twitched athletes? 
we have these athletic specific cultural phrases that we use to mean something that might not be producing the results that we want. Are these phrases true? Maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe a doctor said, yep, you have slow twitch muscles, but maybe not. And even if they are true, either way, if you're an athlete and you believe that you have a weak event or a weak part of your body or a weak skill or a weak drill, it immediately closes off access to the possibilities that that event or that skill could become one of your strongest. That could be one of your strengths. Or at least the very least, if you believe something's weak, that maybe just the thought that I'm just weak on this physically weakens you, which will prove that that belief is true and it will perpetuate the idea. If I think I'm weak, that depletes my energy and that makes me feel weaker and it depletes my energy so I'm not gonna show up as my best version. So the result is gonna be a weak result. So it's gonna provide evidence to my mind. Yep, this is just what I do. I'm weak on this event. I'm weak on this skill. I'm not very good at this. So it's just a thought for you to think about. But what if we never refer to ourselves as athletes as having a weak event? What if we just have four strong events if you're a gymnast that are just getting better every day? What if we have strong drills that are just getting stronger every day? Using those words, you know the power behind words, it's so real. What if it was possible that if you compete all around, if you're an athlete who competes at all, then you, then you are strong, right? There's some strength that's happening for you to be able to go out there and compete, all right? To be competitive at all. How might that be true? That there just isn't really such a thing as a weak event for you ever again. How might that serve you if you choose to believe that? And how might that help you become a better athlete? Weak and strong and slow. These words are all relative and they're limiting or not limiting. So watch out for those athletic phrases that we assume are just the way we are. Believing these types of phrases, it's a sneaky way of living in your past and your past doesn't have to be true today. So think about that. Have a flipping awesome week and we'll talk again soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flippin' awesome week. Bye.